Marshall from the Swedish death metal band The Clown, and you're listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown. Started playing when we were kids, you know, 14, 15 years old, and um, luckily we have had a lot of major steps forward all the time. You know, after the second album, we were picked up by Metal Blade, and that opened a lot of doors, and so. I guess the key is that it's still interesting, you know, it's still, there's still new stuff to conquer and new goals to achieve and uh, it's still happening. So it would be very sad if, I mean, our best albums or performances would have been like way back in the days, but we still do a lot of stuff that we haven't done before. Like only a couple of years ago, we went to Japan for the first time and, you know, now we're back on Metal Blade and uh, so it's, uh, so it's, it's inspiring the thing itself, the whole progress. Uh, of course, you've just returned to Metal Blade, haven't you? How pleased yeah. are you, how pleased are you to be back with them? Yeah, they're really good. Uh, we work really well together, and um, as I said, after our second album, they picked us up, and we did four albums together, and then we uh, quit the band. And when we sort of came back, we just felt that we wanted to do something. Uh, different, uh, have a, a different people working with us. So we released two albums with Century Media, and that contract ended. And you know, when you have been somewhere else, you can compare. <laughs> so, so it's uh, for us, it was really natural to uh, hook up uh, with Metal Blade again. Uh, the still same bunch of same people they're working that uh, back in the day so uh, we have a good relationship with them, and we have a lot of respect for them as well. For anyone that's unfamiliar with the Crown. Which two tracks would you play from the new album to introduce them to you guys? That's a good one. Uh, I would actually start with the first single, The Iron Crown, since it's uh, so, you know, it's compressed three minutes, the fist in your face kind of thing, and uh, it also shows that it's it has a little punk edge to it, and uh, or maybe even, I don't know, grindcore or whatever.
Everything about the album is totally awesome. I must mention the cover artwork by Christian Hall. Yeah. Did you guys have any input regarding the ideas, or did you just leave it all up to Christian? No, it was actually our original idea that we wanted to have this uh, sort of tidal wave, <clears throat> uh, huge tidal wave that sort of sucks in people and you know into it because the whole sort of concept was that um, that the title track deals with is that uh, you know written in a bit of metaphysical way, but it also sort of approaches that shows that right now current state, how the world is, the, the, we are right now sort of uh, getting really swept over some huge wave that consists of, you know, very negative and dark and venomous hate, you know, we are, all are aware of what's happening, you know, in the very fast internet, you know, a lot of propaganda being spread and a lot of bullshit is becoming, you know, truth and a lot of lies, you know, being spread that unfortunately people are getting sucked into, you know. So that's sort of what the tidal wave represents, that it's sweeping super fast uh, across the globe and just sucking in people, innocent people. And uh, um, and that was the original idea. We wanted to work on with the sort of uh, tidal wave. And uh, brilliant thing with Christian is that he, he's one of those few that still work with a pencil. So uh, we really like that style. And uh, for me, that's a bit of an old school approach. I mean, to have a shitloads of details <laughs> on the cover. Uh, unfortunately, today, beautiful artwork ends up as a thumbnail on YouTube. But uh, we really wanted to uh, go a bit more old school style. That is something beautiful. A lot of thousands of details that you can stare into and you know find new stuff all the time. So. Uh, yeah, Christian uh, did an amazing job. It is totally absorbing. It's like, like you say, it's like old albums and that. I mean, I get it digitally, but I'm going to buy the actual album because it's, it's brilliant. I'm going to frame it because it's just fucking awesome. <laughs> it really is. I love it. Um, it would make a great tattoo as well. And have you or will you be having a blown up copy of the artwork on your wall at home, do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of those covers that... I bigger it is the better it looks so uh, I was really happy to hear that Metal Blade is gonna do sort of uh, in Europe they're gonna release it as a special box edition with a flag you know the cover mm. so uh, that's gonna end up on my man cape definitely <laughs> It's how we what does 2018 hold in store for the crown? First of all, get this album out and um, then start to 
spread the word, you know. And uh, we are right now working on uh, booking shows for 18 and 19. So uh, we're returning to UK, actually. We're going to play in Leeds April 14th. That was a while ago. Uh-huh. So, uh, and uh, we also have some festivals, other working on, and Japan seems to happen. And uh, also trying to get to the US as well. It was also a while ago we were there. So uh, we have been very lucky to be able to play way over 20 countries but uh, there's still countries that we would like to play that we haven't played so uh, we, we really hope for a very good 2018 and 19 so uh, yeah we feel so strongly for this album that if, if, if the if the sort of rule is that we need to be out there playing and promoting it that so we're gonna do it played in South America because you go down a storm over there yeah a lot of requests to be honest but it hasn't happened yet that would also be really cool. To be honest, I'm a bit scared of it. <laughs> so, but yeah, if it's done under the right circumstances or with a couple of other bands or whatever, you know. But uh, yeah, we get a lot of feedback from there. Which two melodic death metal albums would you play to me if I was totally new to melodic death metal? That's a good one. I would uh, go back a few years and uh, for me, one of the finest melodic death metal band from Sweden was a band called Edge of Sanity. Uh, I would play either their Spectral Sorrows or their Twilight album. Uh, that's a good high-class melodic death metal. What do you put it down to the Scandinavian metal scene, specifically Sweden? We've seen this talk to a lot of Swedish bands. Why is it, do you think, there's so much coming out of Sweden Good hard rock, death metal, thrash metal, everything. What you put it down to? I've sort of thought about it seriously <laughs> because it's uh, we do produce a lot of bands uh, for being such a small country, and uh, I mean pretty good bands as well. But when I talk to other bands that are about our age or a bit younger as well, because there is a way when you're like a teenager uh, to easily get a rehearsal room and even rented equipment or borrowed equipment from the uh, from the city that's how we started we started playing at this youth center you know and uh, they had this music room you know with drums and guitars and i didn't have even an amp until like four or five years after <laughs> we formed the band so uh, i think that is actually why a lot of bands come up because it's easy uh, to do it and you even get sponsored by the cities they pay for the uh, the rent uh, and uh, yeah you get to practice for free and you get to sort of borrow their equipment and uh, also through those I'm not sure what the sort of English word is for it but it's like no, I don't know what the word is, but they, they sort of sponsor it a lot, and they even make uh, create shows, and uh, so um, yeah, so that was happened happened to me. Some someone noticed that I could play the guitar, and suddenly I was in a band, you know, with uh, ah, that was prior to Crown, you know, just because if you are a musician, you will end up in a band mm -hmm. because it's very easy to do. What are you listening to these days yourself? Do you listen to old classics or modern bands? And do you ever listen to anything that's different from, like, melodic death metal? Uh, yeah, I stick to come back to 
to the classics a lot. Definitely not only melodic death metal. I, I have uh, there are a few bands that I will always have a soft spot for, and uh, some of them are from UK. I'm a huge fan of Paradise Lost. Yeah, I've been a fan since the debut album, and I just love everything they do. Uh, yeah, I mean Draconian Times. It's fucking brilliant, and that's that's basically the album I always come back to. Yeah, you know. Uh, I love their all albums. I really believe Host is extremely strong album. Uh, it was uh, a challenge when it was released, but it's 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 so professional. I really like it a lot. It's um, so uh, that, there's a band that has done an interesting sort of <laughs> journey <laughs> musically. I think Paradise Lost are one of those bands that have helped me also to appreciate other bands that uh, they don't need to be you know extreme uh, in a sense. So uh, I listen to a lot of bands, but when it, when it comes to sort of death metal, I always tend to go back to, you know, Morbid Angel, my, one of my favorite bands. But, uh, but yeah, Paradise Lost uh, will always have a soft spot. What's the best concert you've ever been to other than your own, and why? Oh, that's so difficult. I there's a lot of those, you know, you know, first time things you do. I remember first time we played like in Los Angeles at Whiskey a Go Go, like a classic place. So um, I'm not sure I remember the show itself, but I just remember the feeling of you know doing it and. Uh, of course, the Bakken Festival was brilliant. You know, first time you go to US, first time you go to Japan, and um, yeah, a lot of highlights. And uh, uh, I know a lot of bands don't like festivals, but I, I almost prefer them. <laughs> I think it's amazing. You know, meet up with a lot of old friends and make new friends, and you have a chance to finally see you know a lot of uh, a lot of bands. You hardly do that when you're out doing you know club shows. So uh, I don't know. It's it's so. Uh, I, I remember playing Tokyo first time. That was insane, and um, yeah, there's a lot of highlights. Okay, what one possession could you not live without right now? That would be my Kemper amp. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a. It's a. I'm not sure everybody knows what a Kemper is. It's a bit different kind of amp where you uh, you profile sounds from other amps. Uh, you sort of put a mic into a cabinet and you basically set that amp on record and it sends out a lot of weird sounds and it basically samples your amp. So uh, I used to play like PV5150 for ages and when I got this Kemper I profiled my own rig and it just sounds so identical so I sold my original uh, rig. So uh, the Kemper amp that uh, we will stay friends forever. Can you give me four words to describe the crown? Intensity must be there. Uh, and uh, if you really get into our stuff, you will notice that there is a variety in there as well. We really like to play slow, fast, you know, and sometimes I rip off some Paradise Lost notes here and there, and, you know, I try to bring in a lot of different flavors into it. So variety, intensity, and of course speed needs to be there, and uh, I would say a nuclear explosion. <laughs> Festival or small intimate gig? The bigger the better. Vinyl or digital? Uh, I would love to say vinyl, but I need to say digital. Um, I, yeah, 
I'm old school, but uh, for me the perks are just unbelievable with digital. Uh -huh. Meatballs or beer? Starting to choose? That's strange. Uh, beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Abba, Ace of Base, or Head in the Cold Bucket of Water? Ace of Base ain't that bad, to be honest. <laughs> the old stuff. <laughs> Good Swedish melodies, you know, pretty bad, pretty, not so bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Donald Trump or Ikea? Uh, well, of course Ikea, any, any day. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Well, just check it out. And as I said, we're coming to Leeds. Uh, let's see if we can get some more UK dates as well. So, uh, yeah, just stay in tune to the, you know, the social medias and uh, we interact a lot we are there and, uh, yeah, yeah, stay tuned. This is Marco from the Swedish death metal band The Crown and you're listening to The Metal Gods Meltdown. Yeah.